It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's a hard time. We had a hard time. Together. Together. Yes, it's a hard time. We had a hard time. I'm back. Hey guys, it's Joe, your host and cannabis lifestyle guide. I got the West Coast smoke, but I better just take one On today's podcast, I'm tackling your can of curiosities. You have the Q's. I hope I have the A's. So I'm going to read a few questions that I have received as of late from our casually baked tribe. And this first one, it's a real stinker. How do I keep the smell of ashy, stale stoner off of my clothes, hands, hair, and house? I like the smell of green flour, but burnt and stale is gross. And how do I store a half-cashed bowl? First things first, who are you calling an ashy, stale stoner? Oh, wait. I'm an ashy, pale stoner. (laughs) My bad. Okay, so basically the question is, what do I do about the skunky funk? I have an ashtray with a lid, and it's super cute. Uh, The lid flips down, and after you use it, um, you just flip it back closed. And so you don't have that lingering smell on your weed tray. So if you are microdosing and you're only, and you're by yourself, don't load a normal sized bowl. Load a small bowl and that way you smoke the whole thing and then you can just ash it out and then there's no need to find some storage place for a half smoked bowl. But in the event that you do end up with a half smoked bowl, um, a Ziploc 
baggy, one of the just tiny snack size ones. Um, those are great to just um, ziplock it in and then put it in your stash bag. And so that just gives it an extra layer of protection. And then also you're not getting ash all over your stash bag. One of my routines that I do to just kind of, of eliminate that smelliness bit, because you're right, cannabis flowers do smell amazing and ash and resin are not not pleasant smells. So what I do is I use my ashtray that has the lid. And then when I'm getting ready to take my trash out to the curb, I just empty my ashtray at that time. That way it is immediately getting tied up and taken outside. So I don't know, it's just getting creative with your schedule. As for how to eliminate the smell of smoke from your hands and your hair, you know, you really can't smell it all that much after, I mean, obviously, if you get out of a car where you've been hotboxing, you're going to smell like pot. But like two hours later, you're not going to smell like pot. So it's not like cigarette smoke that sticks like stink on shit. It is not the same thing. And I will argue with anyone over that. But... If you do think it smells terrible, carry hand sanitizer in your purse or in your stash bag. Also, they make amazing dry shampoos and hair oils that smell really lovely and beautiful. I have one that smells like jasmine. And so you just carry little sample sizes of that in your stash bag if you're really, really concerned with that smell. But again, you know, to me, it is nothing like cigarette smoke. But I hope that answers your questions A, B in the East Bay. My next question, where do I buy a pipe that doesn't feel like a teenage teeny boppy vape or a head shop? Can I do it online safely? So one thing about cannabis paraphernalia is it's not illegal. So you can buy a glass pipe on Amazon.com. If you want to buy some really nice, well-made, beautiful pipes that look like something a grown lady would want to carry or a responsible man, um, I do have some personal favorites. Right now, I am completely smitten with a brand called Wandering Bud. If you want to check this woman out. Her name is Riley Ann Shaw. Um, on Instagram, you can find her work um, at wandering, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G, Bud, B-U-D. And she has an Etsy store. So if you are an Etsy.com shopper, you can also search Wandering Bud there. She has some super cute, classy cannabis accessories. I am totally in love with her little one-hitters, and she has rolling trays, and all kinds of fun stuff that just looks really lovely in your space. It looks nice. It's functional. It's exactly what us modern women want. And dudes, she's actually starting to do some fun designs for guys, too. Now, if you're looking for a pipe that is larger than a one-hitter, a very fun company that I've noticed lately is Stonedware Company, and they create these really beautiful, angular, 
pipes that look like crystals and rocks. And this is truly a pipe that could be sitting out on your coffee table and someone might have no clue that that's even what it was. But one important thing to kind of tie this question to the first one that we covered earlier about the smell. One thing that is absolutely vital is regularly cleaning your pipe or your bong. There are some cleaners out on the market and actually like natural solvents that you can pour into your bong. That way it coats it and doesn't allow all of the resin and and sludge, if you will, to just collect inside of it. But if you have a pipe, I've tried a thousand different methods of cleaning pipes. Ultimately, what I come back to every time is putting my pipe in a cup of rubbing alcohol and leaving it there all day, moving the the alcohol around when I can, getting a Q-tip, kind of cleaning out. This is a job where you kind of need gloves because it is sludgy and messy and it's kind of gross. And if you're completely turned off with having to do all of those things, buy a goddamn vape pen and be done with it. But if you want to enjoy smoking flour, which to me is always ultimately my favorite thing to do, then there's a little bit of work that goes into it. A regular cleaning of your pipe will also help lower the chances of that icky after smoke smell. And it keeps your pipe functioning better. I mean, come on. You take a bath, clean your fucking equipment. And here is your cautionary tale. Be very cautious when you're cleaning out your pipe because that resin is sticky, icky, icky, and it is going to get all over your sink and all over your hands. So make sure you use the disposable gloves to keep your hands and your fingernails clean. And then at the end of the cleanup of the pipe, you're going to have cleanup of the area. So I love to use the alcohol wipes after I'm done cleaning the alcohol is going to get the resin off easiest. So use the disposable alcohol wipes and then clean your sink and the area in the cup with that. A highly responsible tip for cleaning your pipe. When you have a cup full of alcohol with sludge in it, take that outside and dispose of it somewhere else. Do not pour that down your sink. As a homeowner, who is trusting someone to rent her property and treat it like their own, please, oh, please, oh, please don't put shit like that down your sink. Pour it wherever you pour grease. Just don't put it in your sink. Our next question comes from a Canna athlete. Do the benefits of smoking flour outweigh the risks as an athlete with lung concerns? What are my safest ingestion methods to prevent toxins slash inflammation? I want to start out by saying smoking cannabis has never, not one single time, been tied to a case of lung cancer. But I'm also here to tell you that smoking actual flour has the lowest bioavailability of any forms of ingestion. So knowing that information, if you are an athlete or someone living a active lifestyle, then yeah, you probably don't want to smoke pot there are much better options that make sense for your lifestyle. I mean, the very first thing you can do to easily transition would just be to move to a vape pen. 
you're not lighting the cannabis flower. It is just heating it up to the point in which it will um, vaporize. And so that alone will reduce the number of carcinogens and heated materials that would um, enter into your body. But even aside from vaping, I mean, you can choose to take a capsule, uh, a tincture um, that would go under your tongue. There's even now sublingual strips available that are like like those little Listerine strips that you buy at the 7-Eleven. Now you can actually have one of those that's either CBD rich or THC rich and um, put that under your tongue. You can eat an edible. You can drink a hot tea. You can drink a cold coffee. I mean, there are so many products on the market now to accommodate someone who doesn't want to smoke. So absolutely, if you're even a little bit concerned about it and you're a rock star athlete, totally get you. Like, go for the vape pen if you want to have that smoking feel. But then otherwise, there's a myriad of other options out there for you. One of the most important tools in a Canna Athlete stash bag is a really good topical. So something that is CBD rich, has a nice blend of terpenes, THC is also helpful, but CBD connects to the CB2 receptors that are in our skin. So you're getting those anti-inflammatory benefits and pain relief in a localized manner. So if you've got a bad ankle, knee, your neck, I always apply my muscle rub to my ankle and my neck and my shoulders before I exercise. And then when I come home, I, I reapply. And the, the topical comes in a pinch. I keep mine with me at all times because it is an excellent source of pain relief. My neck is locking up. I can't hardly turn my head. I apply my, my muscle rub. And I'm telling you, 10 minutes later, I don't even remember that my neck was hurting me. It just is this silent soother. It's amazing. And I will say that um, one of my dear friends is a formulation scientist, and she and I worked together to formulate a CBD topical that makes me happy <laughs> and works for me. And um, we will be rolling that out um, for sale, hopefully in time for the 420 games. So stay tuned for that. If you are a cannabis for wellness buff or you're just curious to get started, Casually Baked will be at the 420 Games in San Francisco at Golden Gate Park on August the 26th. The 420 Games is a celebration of the active cannabis lifestyle. The 420 Games starts with a, you guessed it, 4.2 mile run, walk, ride, skate, bike, however the hell you want to do it. As long as you're moving your body for 4.2 miles, that's what this is all about. It's really going to be a fun day. I'm going to be out there meeting you, answering your questions, getting highly responsible tips from other cannabis athletes, and I'll have some of my casually baked merch for sale, the cannabis class kits, your personal guide to pot will be on hand, and who knows? You might be a part of the 420 Games Casually Baked the Podcast episode. Ooh, doesn't that sound like fun? Yay!
If you think you'll be in San Francisco on August 26th, email me your can of curious question, and I will mail you a free ticket to join me at the 420 Games. You can learn more, all the details, at 420games.org. And of course, emailing me, it's ask at casuallybaked.com. If you'd like to learn more about me or what I do as a cannabis lifestyle guide, visit casuallybakes.com. Engage with me on social using hashtag casuallybaked or visit me at casuallybaked on all of your favorite platforms. Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, produced, edited by the team of Just Joe. Our theme music is by my handsome and fabulous friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with his music, check out his latest album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you are buying your music these days. I know he didn't create high time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one toke at a time.